Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Daily Gloss. I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. We're yeah. back here on Monday. How was your Thanksgiving? It was good. It was good. Full of food. Um, food that I probably couldn't eat. Um, yeah. So I just had turkey and mm-hmm. carbs, rice or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How was your Thanksgiving? It was crazy. We did two in one. <laughs> Never again. Yes. We do not recommend. <laughs> we do not recommend going to two families or having two families in one day. I think that's just too much food that you can't enjoy because you're like, oh, oh yeah, I still have to go to true. the other side of the family and eat their food. Um, so that was our Thanksgiving. We hope you guys had a great one. Um, we're going to jump into our baby bump update. What do you have to share with us, Lynn? Um, so baby bump update. I am almost there. Yes. Um, as you guys know, I've been dealing with gestational diabetes. Um, and it's been really hard actually. Mm-hmm. Um in in the sense that it's like you have to alter the way you go about your day and your life to make sure that it's like under control. Mm-hmm. Um So uh, basically, currently what I'm doing is I'm managing um, my gestational diabetes through my diet. Um, But in order to do that, I I have learned that I have to eat um, like every two hours, uh, like certain times. And then um, right after I eat, I have to um, exercise for 15 minutes Mm -hmm. and I have to drink um, 20 ounces of water. So a lot of water, um, and it's just not very convenient, you know, to be like, okay. You're on a whole routine. Yeah, like you you have a routine Mm -hmm. for every meal, Um, and with it happening during, like, the holidays is even harder because, like, you're at other people's houses, or, like, for instance, our church has um, a potluck thing Mm -hmm. this upcoming weekend, and I'm just thinking, like, okay, how am I going to make this work? Mm-hmm. Like, do I eat? Because it depends on what time they eat. I kind of have to adjust oh, my yeah. schedule. And then I have to work out, like, right after I eat. That's oh. what helps my blood sugar stay low. Mm-hmm. So it's like, um, how do I do that if I'm at church? Right. So <laughs> I I don't know. I'm still trying to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Um, But so far, it's been manageable i do still get um high numbers here and there mm-hmm. um but they're not like super high yeah so so basically when i say numbers it's like you prick your finger you check your blood and um the little machine will tell you what your blood sugar level is and like you have to score like below a certain number mm-hmm. and when i experience a like a high number, it's like four points above the number. Okay. Um, or something like that. So I don't know. To me, like it's like not too bad because just four numbers. But mm-hmm. I think everyone's a little different. Um, but the good news is we got to see Gemma for a growth scan. Yeah. <laughs> because of gestational diabetes, um, and it was really cool to see her. Um, she is looking in the 39th percentile Mm -hmm. for growth uh, which they say is pretty average 39 sounds like doesn't that sound small like compared right isn't 50 like average but they're like oh she's doing great she's average and i'm like okay your numbers don't make sense yeah whatever you're the doctor or whatever Mm -hmm. um so i'm just happy that she's like not big yeah because the thing about gestational diabetes is like your baby yeah can be bigger Mm -hmm. um so it kind of makes me feel like a bit um more relieved Mm -hmm. knowing that i have gestational diabetes and my numbers are sometimes high yeah that she's still looking good so yeah um the only other thing is i need to finish uh packing my hospital bag i'm so bad (laughs) it's all good i just have like like one or two things that Mm -hmm. i need to put in there um and I mean, right now I'm mm-hmm. at the end of my 36 weeks. So it's like I could go anytime soon. Yep. So it's kind of like, okay, girl, you need your hospital bed. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah, she can come now or two weeks after mm-hmm. the due date. That's yeah. true. Yeah. You're like, you have a, technically a month, but not a month. Yeah. yeah. Like, you just never know. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see. Right, because I feel like 37 weeks is very common for people. Oh, really? Yeah. Because oh. for Miles, he came at 37 weeks. Oh, yeah. really? Mm-hmm. I need her to wait for <laughs> 38 in a day. In a day. So... I'm proclaiming yeah. that. Yeah. Just for wait. sure. Okay, when you say you have to eat, like, every two hours, what do you eat? Um. So, I have... It's not a meal, right? Oh, uh, no, no, no. Oh, okay. No. So, I have three meals a day. Mm-hmm. So, I have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And then I have uh three... Is it one? Yeah, three snacks a day, too. Oh, okay. So, I have breakfast, and then after two hours, I'll have a snack. And mm-hmm. then after two hours, I have lunch. And then okay. after two hours, I'll have a snack. And then after two hours, I have dinner. And then after two hours, I'll have a snack. And I I don't really know the reasoning why they make us do this oh, because okay. this, this is what they tell us to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it helps keep your blood sugar like um, leveled. Okay. Like if you like if you wait too long to eat. Or if you starve yourself, then like it will make your blood sugar levels out of whack. Yeah. So that's why they're like, you need to have a consistent schedule. Oh, I guess that makes sense. So then when you prick your fingers, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. not like, oh, I don't have a high number today. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. That yeah. makes sense. Dang, that's crazy. Yeah. So. Yeah. And with Miles, man, that kid, he's, <laughs> he's getting naughtier every day, I feel like. But he's walking so much more, uh, but only at home. He does not really? walk anywhere else. Mm. He just he's only willing to walk a lot at home. Other than that, um, Thanksgiving was great at home with him. He was super happy, but I think we realized that he does not like to be overstimulated. He doesn't like to be in crowds because it's mm. too much stimulant. Yeah. And then he gets very cranky. He needs to like be taken away to a room and mm-hmm. debrief. And then go back mm-hmm. into, like, a room filled with people. But at the same time, me and Andrew said, like, is it because we overdid it? You know what? Oh, yeah. Like, going to two family Thanksgiving mm-hmm. instead of just one and then That's letting true. him enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we were like, okay, either he doesn't like that or he's he doesn't like to be overstimulated or we just overdid it. Yeah. 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 But I think he also doesn't really he enjoys crowds but i think it overstimulates him that he gets so tired yeah yeah mm-hmm. and so i told andrew like maybe he's he's alone too much you know that's like not good yeah because yeah, i'm like i don't want him to be like i do not want to be around other people because he's gonna have a lot of cousins mm-hmm. yeah so that's the one thing we don't want him to hate is being around people mm-hmm. but that is my update with miles Today, we are going to be talking about personality tests. And the reason being is because, you know, Lynn and I just think that this will give you guys a better outlook of who we are, what we talk about, and like kind of why we give advices the way we do. Because Mm -hmm. it comes from who we are, our experiences, Mm -hmm. and how we're wired. And so Lynn's going to share what personality test means. Yeah. Um, So... um, I Googled this <laughs> because, you know, I know everyone Googles things. So, yeah, um, basically a personality test is a method of assessing human personality construct constructs. Most personality assessment instruments are, in fact, introspective self report questionnaire measures or reports from life records such as rating scales. Um, and so with that said, like. There are so many personality tests Mm -hmm. that you can take, um, and we are aware of that. And we're just going to talk about um, three um, that we have done and Mm -hmm. where we are with them and what we think about them. Um, And, yeah, I think this would just be fun because – yeah, I feel like at least for millennials, mm-hmm. um, personality tests are like a huge thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know about Gen Z now. I don't know how they feel about personality yeah, tests. Yeah, I don't know but, either. But I know for our generation, yeah. we definitely, because we're the ones who like really have to find who we are, Yep, you know, mm-hmm. and really had to like figure out like 
I mean, not that not saying that we all grew up in like broken yeah. families, but like our parents, I know like our generation deals with a lot of um, um, uh, parents who did not love us the way that I don't know how to say it. Uh, what am I trying to say? I'm trying to say like there's a lot of familial trauma mm-hmm. that. I feel like the millennials have grown up with and we have kind of like had to learn how to um, find ourselves yeah. and we had to learn how to grow from our experiences mm-hmm. and personality tests are um, a tool yeah. that I feel like that we used yeah. growing up. Yeah. And I think kind of like what Lynn said, we millennials grew up in a transition era. Yes. And mm-hmm. so I think that's why it's, we're like, oh, we are our own individual. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like this because it's not because of the way my parents are. This mm-hmm. is just who I am. Yeah. And, you know, I think, like, the personality test is so good because it helps you identify your strength and weakness. And mm-hmm. and backing up what Lynn said is, I heard that some someone said that if you love personality tests it's because you have always felt unheard mm. as a child. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I feel like that's my entire family. We yeah. love personality test mm-hmm. because I feel like my parents, they never really allow us to be individuals and mm-hmm. they never really let us like share. Because mm-hmm. it's like you're someone who never got to share about yourself mm-hmm. to adults. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's true because my parents never ask questions about us as an individual. Mm-hmm. Like, What's your favorite color? What do you like? What you don't like? Mm-hmm. And then when personality tests came around, it's like you become very self-aware. Yeah. Yeah. I think like I totally feel that. And I think too, like just going back to what you said about um, us coming out of a transition yeah. um, generation, I feel like uh, or we are the transition gener- generation. Mm-hmm. Um, like our parents or the generation before us, are they the boomers? No, they're Gen X. Yeah, I think they're Gen X. They're like yeah. the unknown generation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're the ones who are like, oh, I I just do this because I've been doing it. Yeah. And like my my parents have been doing it, so I'm going to do it. And I'm just going to stick with it. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like mill- millennials are now like, what? Why are we doing things that yeah. could be better, mm-hmm. could be improved? And where millennials are really the ones who are starting to redefine themselves mm-hmm. and really um, figure out like what their identity is. Yeah. And so that's why I also see like personality tests just like really like hitting the spot for us. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like personality tests because yeah. I think they're a really great resource yep. for anyone mm-hmm. to like use to identify like like who am I or what are like some some things about me that like just ring true yeah because a lot of times when we try to like figure out ourselves and Mm -hmm. think about you know x y and z like we can't see it because we are the person you know and we're not like we are like we what am i trying to say (laughs) like we are just blinded yeah because we are too focused on you know like no like I'm I kind of like that or mm-hmm. or or you're like the opposite where you're like oh I'm everything you yeah. know but then the truth is like you obviously lean towards different things right um and so that's why I think personality tests are so good because um it helps us better understand ourselves mm-hmm. it helps us understand like what are my strengths what are my yeah. weaknesses what what do I like mm-hmm. what do I really like right or what am I really like mm-hmm. like what makes what rings true for me and what's just like yeah, like I do that, but yeah. that that's not like entirely me. Right. Um and I think when you start to see core things about yourself is when you um can really start to grow from that mm-hmm. because yeah. instead of growing from everything, you're now growing the one part of you that is like super strong. Mhm. Yeah, that's true. And I feel like personality test like Lynn said it helps you find your individuality and it's if you've never taken a personality test like we're gonna share some that you can take that can help you or if you love personality tests and you haven't heard any of these you should take these just in a sense of like this is a pathway to who I am and you reassess 
if you picked up personalities from things you're attracted to, right? Like mm-hmm. if you watch a lot of YouTubers and you're like, oh, I really like their personality. You kind of sometimes mold into that person, even though that's not who you really are. And again, with that, it's you learn so much about who you are and you learn how to communicate with other people and you learn how other people communicate Mm -hmm. and you see their worldview based on who they are and how they're wired yep Yep. and I think that that's so important I think that's also why our generation really enjoys personality tests Mm -hmm. because we start to realize oh you think that way because oh Mm -hmm. you're personality is more assertive or your personality is more soft or Mm -hmm. turbulent you know and I think that that's important for communication so Mm -hmm. personality test is a great start if you're in a place of like redefining yourself or finding yourself so the first personality test that we um, both have taken and both um wanted to talk about was Myers-Briggs and um, I feel like this is probably the very first one I've ever heard about Mm -hmm. um, when I started getting into personality tests Um, and um, when I first took this like the very first time I was something else actually yeah Um, wait how old were you though I was in high school I think either high school or early college Mm -hmm. when I took it and I can't remember which one I was I was the nurse I just remember (laughs) I just remember the little character yeah because uh I I take this test off of 16 personalities.com or whatever Mm -hmm. so um I just remember the little character was the nurse yeah I I feel like Myers-Briggs is the biggest personality test Mm -hmm. When we were growing up. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. like the w- tried and true of like mm-hmm. who you are, what you're good at, mm-hmm. careers you can strive for, careers you'll be thriving in. And I don't think I've ever taken the Myers-Briggs test because when I did, I was so confused and I just never like went back and yeah. looked at it. Yeah. Because it was a lot of information if you don't know a lot about personality tests. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they used a lot of big words that I was like, "What?" Yeah, I've no one's ever said any of these words to me, mm-hmm. so I don't know yeah. if this is me. I think too, like after, so I retook this again last year. Okay, and that's when I was like, "Oh, it makes more sense now," mm-hmm. and I got a different result. Yeah, but I can see how I've grown. Mm-hmm. from this to or from the previous one to the new one yeah so i just found it um my the very first time i took it i was the defender which is isfj okay um and this is the very dedicated and warm protector always ready to to defend their loved ones mm-hmm. um which is very much so me like the oldest child you know i I yeah. <laughs> am always trying to fight people. I mean, yeah. like, not fight people, but if you mess with people, mm-hmm. my people, I will fight you kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, that kind of changed um, when I retook it last year. And I would just say with personality tests, obviously it's like assumption, maybe like 20 questions and you kind of go through it as in like, agree disagree somewhat disagree somewhat agree or you're just neutral about it Mm -hmm. and the best way to take these tests is to go off of the first answer in your head like if you read a question like do you like the color blue and if your your thought says no that's the answer you should go with like because if you take too long to think about it then you kind of are adjusting your personality Mm -hmm. yeah Mm mm-hmm Okay, I found it. Sorry. Okay, go for it. Too long. Now I am the INFJ, which is the advocate, Mm -hmm. um, who's quiet, mystical, yet very inspiring and tireless idealist. Yeah, I am. I took it yesterday too. Oh yeah. (laughs) Okay. I I like I said I didn't take the Myers Briggs after like Uh college when my first year of college. So I'm like I don't even remember what it Mm was, and then I took it. Last night, and I was that too. INFJ. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know that's what Rose is too? She is? Yeah. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so, super funny. Um, yeah. 
so Steph and I are the same mm -hmm. Myers Briggs. Um, and um, it's the advocate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And th this is the rarest personality type, apparently, on mm -hmm. Myers Briggs. That's what they said. Because do you like to leave your mark on the world? I thought this was very true to myself and mm -hmm. parenthood. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And like the cool thing about Myers Briggs is like, or at least 16personalities.com, mm -hmm. where we took our Myers Briggs test. Is it like they kind of like group like once you get your results, they like give you mm -hmm. like applicable, um, realistic view of yourself, mm -hmm. like um, with your relationships, yeah, um, rom romantic relationships with your friendships, friendships yeah, with your career, um, yeah, career, yeah. Mm -hmm. your uh, parenthood, and it's just like super like cool to like read yeah. it and be like, yeah, that is me, mm -hmm. or maybe you're like. Mm, maybe not and then you can definitely like retake it if you want right um but the way myers Briggs briggs works is like they test um four things and that's like the letters you get so like the first thing is um the first letter represents whether you're an extrovert you're more extroverted or you're more introverted mm -hmm. so are you outwardly or inwardly focused um and through the questions that you answer, we'll kind of decide whether you're extroverted or introverted. Um, and then the next one is um, the S and N, which is sensing or intuition. How do you prefer to take in information? Mm -hmm. um, and again, the way you answer your questions will kind of determine what letter. Um, and then the third letter is thinking or feeling. How do you prefer to make decisions? Mm -hmm. And then the last one is judging or perceiving. How do you prefer to live your outer life? And so those are kind of the, the um, what is that? Two, four, six, eight. Eight letters mm -hmm. or eight things that they... Um, kind of combine to mm -hmm. one. Yeah. Yeah. And then they put you... Once you like get... You finish the quiz and you get the letters um, out of those... You get four letters out of the eight um, and that's kind of how they determine your personality type. Mm -hmm. um, I really recommend doing it on 16personalities.com because it's just very informational. Um, and like just going back to me, like my um, my test I did, the very first one, um, all the letters are the same, I think, except for uh, um, the feelings. Uh, the no the uh, is it feelings it's the um, sensing and intuition oh okay so how do you prefer to take in information um so I'm looking at this image here it says um so originally I was um a sensing right so I like to focus on reality of how things are I like to pay attention to concrete facts and details. I prefer ideas that have practical applications. Mm -hmm. uh, I like to describe things in a specific, literal way. But now, I imagine the possibilities of how things could be. I notice the big picture, see how everything connects. I enjoy ideas and concept, concepts for their own sake. And I like to describe things in a figurative, poetic way. Which is so funny that I went from one to the other. Mm -hmm. um, again... Um, it, it doesn't mean that like you're entirely just that one thing. Mm -hmm. Um, when you take the test, they like give you percentages. Right. So like, oh, you scored 70% as, um, intuition, mm -hmm. but you still have the 30 where you're sensing. So obviously you're always going to have like, you're going to have both or everything, everything, mm -hmm. but you're going to lean towards, um, one or the other. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of like what helps you understand like who am i like what what where what do i lean on or right. where where does where does my personality lean to be mm -hmm. based on who i am how i grew up how my mind functions right um yeah and i think it's so interesting that like mine has changed um because like when i look at it i'm like oh both categories i'm like yeah that they're both me mm -hmm. but like i can see why 
the younger me was more very like factual yeah and how the older me now is more like no like big picture Mm -hmm. more idealistic dream dream a little bit more Mm -hmm. you know um so right and i think like with personality tests is you're always gonna grow from where you are and it's okay if you change if your personality test changes and like lynn said a decade later and that's totally fine because you're gonna change and grow as a person yeah i thought that it was really interesting too because you know i do not think of myself as an introvert Mm -hmm. at all and when it's like oh introverted doesn't necessarily mean that you want to be by yourself. It just means that you prefer a smaller circle with deep and authentic relationship. And I'm like, that's such a good definition of introvert. Mm -hmm. Because to me, I'm like, oh, I still enjoy hanging out with people. I enjoy like, you know, seeing uh, my friends. And when I read that, I was like, oh, okay. That totally rings true to me as a person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like just being a smaller circle. And then, like, even with parenthood, it talked about how, like, you're, you set, it says, it says something like, I set my, my eyes and goals on, like, how I want my child to be raised. And I mm-hmm. thought that was very true. Like, I don't just think about, like, what my parenting style is. I think about how, uh, how Miles would feel being raised. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, that's true. And they're like, my I have a very clear vision of what matters to me in mm-hmm. raising my kids. Mm-hmm. And I tell Andrew, like, that's so true. Like, yeah. I only want all my desires for uh, for Miles is just to really grow up to be an all-around good person. Yeah, You know, like, yeah. someone who's kind, someone who mm-hmm. loves people, someone who has a helping heart. Mm-hmm. Not so much of, like, I guess some – I mean – hands to you however you want to raise your kids <laughs> and how you want to view it mm-hmm. but you know it's not so much of like okay are you gonna go and be successful in life this is the kind of career you should be heading towards or I think for me it's like I want you to find who you are yeah. and like love who you are mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and so I was like wow this is very accurate to mm-hmm. me as a parent yeah. yeah but it also talked about how like Sometimes you can have unrealistic expectation, <laughs> yes. and I'm like, yeah. yeah, that could be very true to me too. Yeah, I. Oops. Oh no, you good? Um, I. Oops, sorry, I hit something again, you guys. Um, I uh, read the parenthood or the parenting part of this. Mm-hmm. I'm not a parent yet, technically. So, um, and I thought it was really interesting just to kind of see like what is what does parenting look like mm-hmm. for me. And yeah, um, I feel you. And I think one of the things that it called out was like, we might set unrealistic expectations Mm -hmm. on our kids and they might feel overwhelmed. And that was just like really interesting to like read and be like, okay, yes, I need to be aware of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was like, that was so good because I think in a sense of wanting your kid to be a good person, you do set unrealistic things right like Mm -hmm. well you should go volunteer because that's what a good person would do Mm -hmm. but it's like if they don't want to like that's okay yeah like that doesn't make them less of a good person Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and so that was very good and eye-opening for me Mm -hmm. the next personality test we um also have taken is the enneagram test which Mm -hmm. is i think it was super popular like maybe a few years ago like Mm -hmm. five years ago was it during college or after college? Um, we took it after college. Yeah, we took it after college. Um, yeah. I know that it's like been around for a longer time. Yeah. I just feel like we didn't really tap mm-hmm. into it until I think it was 2018. Okay, yeah. When we um started taking it and got really like when at least for me when I saw it trending mm-hmm. like crazy. Um um yeah, 2018. And it's a really, like, cool test. Yeah. So um, I don't have a specific website. Yeah, I don't think there is a specific (laughs) website except the Enneagram test. If anything, we're just going to put it in the show notes for you guys to just go through. Yeah, I usually just Google free Enneagram test. Yeah, me too. Yeah, because, like, some of them will say that they're, like, free, but then you have to, like, 
pay, pay to get the mm-hmm. whole result. Right. It ain't a we ain't we ain't about that life. Yeah, no. <laughs> we don't have that right now. Yeah. Um, so for whatever website that does allow us to do it for free, thank mm-hmm. you. Yes, yeah, seriously. Awesome. <laughs> um but yeah, we 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 took this I wonder like at the same probably at the same time. Yeah. Because we had a mutual friend who was also very into it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Who started this, though? I don't remember. I don't either. I don't remember who started this. But I remember it was super mm-hmm. trending. And we were like, let's see what the fuss is about. Yeah. And then we were like, whoa, this yeah. is good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, the way Enneagram works is the test. Yep. It's like they ask you a whole bunch of questions. Mm-hmm. And then you just answer. Right. Like, you answer like the Agree, disagree. And then um, the Enneagram has nine numbers. And Mm -hmm. technically, you are all the numbers. But like Lynn said, you will lean towards one number heavily. And the reason why they say you're technically all nine numbers is because every situation in your life is going to change. And wherever you're at in that situation, your number changes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because of the way you respond, the way you communicate how you perceive the world. And so that's what the Enneagram is. I feel like it's really popular and well-known for. Mm-hmm. And I think the Enneagram dived into more than just, um, like, your strength and weakness. Like the Myers-Briggs, you know. With the Myers-Briggs, it has a lot of, like, um, yeah, just your strength and weakness and what you're good at in career. Mm-hmm. I think the Enneagram is more like communication. Like, yeah. how do you communicate? Mm-hmm. This is how you perceive communication. Mm-hmm. This is how you take in communication yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah um i um i really like the enneagram because um they start off with like identifying like what is your core fear mm-hmm. like what are you most afraid of yeah and what are you most like what is what is that you most desire yeah and basically out of those two things is how you define how all of your actions are defined yeah um like um for example so i um retook this yesterday actually yeah um just to make sure that i was still the number that i am um so i'm a six um heavily a six but obviously like like stephanie said you you're all the numbers depending on where you are in life and just as life circumstances changes um so again very good to retake Mm -hmm. um um, and so I'm still a six, which is the loyalist. Um, and basically the, their fear is, um, not having support. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can remember the desire. The uh, desire. yeah, I can remember the desire, but so basically like my fear, um, just talking like on in a personal level now, like my greatest fear I would say is like not, um, having security. And so, um, every decision that I make is kind of like rooted from that fear, you know, like, um, for instance, just to make this very applicable or relatable, like at work, um, I, um, have really hard time making decisions Mm -hmm. because I'm afraid that I'll make the wrong decision. Mm -hmm. I'm afraid that, um, everyone, like I won't have support insecurity in my decision yeah. like i mean yeah it, that's your biggest desire your basic desire okay my my yeah. basic desire is security yep and my what is my your biggest fear? fear is of being without support and guidance yeah mm-hmm. yeah so um and they like they like go hand in hand you know mm-hmm. like i desire security yeah which is basically support and guidance you yeah know? right um and I, I i'm afraid of not having um support and support yeah and so like one thing i've noticed this is like at work you know where i i have a hard time making decisions because i'm like no i what if like my decision is not right or Mm -hmm. like um what if they disagree with you mm -hmm, yeah mm -hmm. and um taking the enneagram has helped me like realize that that is like a great motivator in everything Mm -hmm. i'm in every decision i make Um, in my life and at work and so that's something that I'm working on is like uh, I know that I don't have confidence in myself Mm -hmm. essentially is what it is you know like uh, sixes don't have confidence in 
their own um, decisions. Yeah. You know? And so, like, for me, it's like, okay, how, how can I fix that? How can I improve that? How can I make that better? You know? Because I do want to have confidence in myself. Right. Um, and I've been working on it ever since I took the Enneagram. <laughs> um, but um, I think, like, knowing what your fear and your motivator is is such a good resource. And that's why I really like the Enneagram because it like kind of tells you like what triggers you Mm -hmm. and it also helps you understand others like yeah why do they act the way they do why Mm -hmm. do do they respond the way they do because they have their fear they have their motivator Mm -hmm. and so when when you get into like enneagrams and you know all the numbers and blah blah blah, like yeah it's very helpful because then you kind of have a lot more grace for people Mm -hmm. because you're like oh yes i understand now that like you're you're afraid of this mm-hmm. or you're motivated by this and that's why you responded this way right um so that's that's what i think is really like cool about enneagrams or personality tests in general yeah it's like they learning ha- communication mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. but for sure the last time i took the enneagram test was a couple years ago and like lynn i'm still a solid three <laughs> but i think that's just who i am wired inside the Enneagram 3 is the achiever, and I think it's pretty accurate to who I am. Um, and the achiever is um, my basic fear is of being worthless, and I desire to feel valuable and worthwhile, which is very true. You know, mm-hmm. I think that in all sense, kind of like Lynn said, in my career as well, in my relationship, um, in my family, in my friendship. And it's just so good to see that this is who I am and it's okay, which is something Andrew says all the time is, Stephanie, because you're this, like you don't understand when people don't have desires and goals, like it frustrates you. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, it's true. Like Mm -hmm. when people don't, when I see people who are like, I want to do this, but then they don't do it, then it frustrates me because I'm like, why aren't you doing it? You can do it. Like you have the, like you have, everything you need to do it Mm -hmm. like you don't need someone to push you but again I'm the achiever so it's that's just how I see my like the world is I want to be successful I want people to be successful Mm -hmm. I want people to be the best person that they can be and it's always sad because I feel like this always strive to like people thinking oh you're you're after money you're mm-hmm. after material things. But like this one, it's not so much of that. I really like the Enneagram, like Lynn said, because communication-wise, it's really good. And spiritually, like it mm-hmm. really helps you grow spiritually as a person too yeah. because you see the things that the Lord says about you mm-hmm. and how you are as a person, how he has threaded you. Um, mm-hmm. So that is also a really great thing. And yeah. it really just showed me that everything I really fear about um, – it's just because of who I am. and But it doesn't make an excuse to stay that way. That's the best thing about Enneagram. Is there's a very healthy version of you. And then there's an unhealthy version of you. And you can really see where you fall based on where you're at in life. You can be a very unhealthy version. So the unhealthy version of myself as an achiever is someone who really does not have motivation. Like if mm-hmm. I become very unhealthy, I will have no motivation. I think that I don't deserve anything in life and I should just stay in a hole. I should just be a potato couch. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, that is so true to me. Mm-hmm. Like I become very depressed and I think that like I'm not good enough for anything. Mm-hmm. And that's when I know I'm a very unhealthy version of myself. I'm yeah. not in a good headspace. Yeah. And so when I'm in a good headspace and I'm a very healthy version, then that's when I'm really striving mm-hmm. yeah, for my dreams and goals. So that's why the Enneagram is really good at showing you where you're at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the last test that we wanted to talk about was my human design. What's... It's not a test. No, it's not a test. It, yeah, it's, it's not a personality. It's a past. It, it's a personality kind of guide. Guide. <laughs> yeah. Because you don't have to take a quiz for it or anything. Mm-hmm. You just enter in your your birth date. 
and the time then, you were born mm-hmm. and where you were born. Yes. Um, which um, this is very new to me. So um, I'll let Stephanie start. <laughs> okay. So I found my human design through listening to podcasts. And they were just talking about how the human design was so good in a sense that it shows you what your um, – inner person is Mm -hmm. so basically this is just like who you are internally and Mm -hmm. how you think i was really surprised at my result because it was pretty spot on for my inner self and all these like we said all of these personality tests can be very similar with my human design it says i am the generator which means to create good energy in the world that kind of relates to the Mm myers-briggs test and then it also relates to the Enneagram test. So they're not really different at all. It's just kind of more in depth of who you are as a person. While Enneagram is who you are communication-wise, relationship-wise, mm-hmm. and how you connect with other numbers. With my human design, I just thought it was really interesting to read who you are based on your birth date. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it also shows me, like, where I thrive Um So if you go to their online chart, it shows you like what environment you thrive in. And for me, it says the kitchen and it's not about cooking or anything. It's basically the kitchen as in being in a commune, community, what is that word? Communal? Okay. I think communal space. Yes. A communal space. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. It says, you know, you like to be. You thrive in a kitchen, a place that has a creative hub where people can commune, whether that's literally a kitchen, an art studio, or whatever invokes that creativity in you. And I thought that was very true because mm-hmm. I um, I was talking to one of my friends about this, and I said, I love that kind of space, especially mm-hmm. in the kitchen. Like, we don't have our phones. We have conversations. We like to mm-hmm. have deep conversations. And, you know, I always buy those question cards, oh, yeah. you know, that I ask mm-hmm. for Christmas every year. Mm-hmm. And I, um, I'm i like, that is really where I thrive, even in uh, at church in our mm-hmm. young adult circle. I'm like, that's really where I th- feel like I have energy and mm-hmm. I'm thriving in who I am mm-hmm. and just being able to create. And... The human design also shows like what time is the best time for you to eat. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was daytime eating in direct sunlight, mm-hmm. which explains why I like um, a lot of windows yeah. <laughs> in my house. Mm-hmm. And then it says my strongest sense is taste mm-hmm. out of the six sense. And that basically just means that I have, um, it's not so much like, oh, you love to eat food. It's what... Um, I'm a tastemaker. Like, I like to share what I like in life through that. Mm-hmm. Like, whether that's sharing um, makeup products, sharing advice, sharing fashion, like, sharing um, food. That's just, like, how I, like, my strongest sense is, like, actually digging into it and then sharing how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was, like, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then manifestation is very specific i'm a very specific manifester i like to say it yeah um and then they give they have a lot of gifts um i think there's like maybe like 20 gifts you can read through and one of them that i really enjoyed was um someone who has a very noticeable voice someone who can explain things in a way that um will relate to other people even if there's 10 people in the room and I was like wow I never seem I've never seen myself that way Mm -hmm. but then now I get it why when I tell someone something they're always like oh I get it now and I'm like wait Mm -hmm. that like to me I'm always like oh I thought I was overdoing it or oversharing Mm -hmm. and it also says like you know you're someone who loves listening to stories and collecting stories which is true Mm-hmm. Which is why the podcast exists. <laughs> yes. It really like comes into fruition for how I've been living my life mm-hmm. uh, momentarily. And then, um, yeah, I also had Lynn do hers. <laughs> I just didn't get the environment one because I think you have to do the website for that. But I could always figure it out. Yeah. I think the environment one, I also got what you got. Oh, kitchen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, But... Yeah, so I took this, um, I think, t- 
two days ago. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. I took it during the work week because I remember doing it after work. Um, and honestly, it's a lot of information. Yes. <laughs> so when I took it, I was like, uh, my brain hurts because <laughs> it was just a lot. Um, but um, basically, like we said, like you don't have to answer mm-hmm. like questions. You just enter in your name, where you were born, the day you were born, and the time you were born. Yeah. And Steph and I were just talking about this earlier. Like, how how do they how get, do they find this? Yeah, like, what does this information come from? What science did you do? <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know about you. Are you into like horoscopes, zodiacs? Mm-mm. Okay, I'm not either. So. I, I feel like this might lean towards that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you guys are into that, um, let us know. Yeah, like, this how would probably be work? better for you. Yeah, yeah, because I don't understand how stars and yeah where the sun is and all that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how that works. Astrology is not like my strong suit. Yeah, I also feel like astrology is a little different from personality tests. Mm-hmm. That's I feel like that's why we don't really lean towards it because mm-hmm. it's. It's like, okay, you're born this time. This is kind of who you are. But then each month, this is going to happen to you. And yeah. to me, it's like, oh, that doesn't really... That's a guidance, but yeah. that's not really defining... Yeah. Helping me define who I am. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. But then again, we're not 100% yeah. astrologers. Yeah. You know, we're not really good at... Yeah. Or we don't really do our research on that. So mm-hmm. don't take our words. <laughs> yes, for sure. Um, yeah. So if you guys are into astrology... Um, this might be... Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you might like this. And if you want to share how it works, let us know. Comment mm-hmm. below so that we can kind of get a better idea. Um, but with my human design, um, it was really interesting. So, like, one thing that stood out for me was, like, it said that my personality, my personality type was um, the exper- experimenter. Mm-hmm. Experimenter. And so this person or this person, like, I really like to try new things, mm-hmm. um, even if I won't like them. Yeah. Because for me, it's not about whether or not I like it. It's mm-hmm. about the experience and the wisdom that I gain from it. And um, that's so funny because I feel like I'm totally that person. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean... Whether you like it or not, you're like, I just need to try it. Yeah. yeah. You, you, mm-hmm. How can you know if you like it or not unless you try it? Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And so that is definitely something that I am really into. Um, and then um, um, another um, cool thing that I think uh, Steph said about herself too is um, how she manifests things and how I manifest things is like being specific, mm-hmm. calling out what it is that you want or yeah. what is it that you see and like really like envisioning that. And mm-hmm. like, honestly, like that is 100% me. Mm-hmm. Like how, how, how do you know what you want unless you like call it out specifically, mm-hmm. you know, like a lot of people will tell me like, oh, I really want a new job or oh, I'm looking for a new job. And I'll be like, awesome. Like, I'm so excited for you. What are you looking for? Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, I don't know. And I'm like, well, <laughs> if, if you don't know what you like are looking for, mm-hmm. you're not going to find something. Yeah. Or you might find everything. And it's going to be overwhelming mm-hmm. and it's going to be really confusing. Right. Because you don't have a goal. You yeah. don't have something specific. And um, not to like hate on anyone, you know. Yeah. You know, obviously it takes time mm-hmm. to figure out what you like. Um, it took me a long time to figure out what I like. Yeah. Um, but then I'm the experimenter. <laughs> I like to try <laughs> things. So yeah. maybe it just works. It like I'm wired that way. Right. It works. Because um, I think um, when I was reading this about non-specific, mm-hmm. it was like the person doesn't have... Um, they're, they don't have clear vision. Mm-hmm. And they're very like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, they live in a very big blob. And I was like, man, I can never. Yeah. But like Lynn said, that's not how we are wired. Mm-hmm. We're wired with like, okay, this is what I want. This is how I want it. Mm-hmm. And this is how I'm going to get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And I mean, um, 
we're all created like so differently so it's good that like there are people who are specific and there's mm-hmm. people who are not speci- specific because we help each other out right you know? so that's um that's the important thing here we we're not trying to bash on anyone or mm-hmm. any if you lean towards another way you know um but one thing that i thought was really interesting was um what is it? It's how I feel things. So my emotions. Um, so in my results, I'm non-emotional, which is so interesting because when you first read it or when you first look at it, you're just like, dude, I cry all the time. <laughs> I'm so emotional. Mm-hmm. Like, this does not make sense. Um, but it's just so interesting because, uh, let me see. Um, basically, it's not that I'm not emotional or I'm not emotional mm-hmm. then I'm non-emotional. It's saying that um I have emotions um but I am able to kind of like keep them cool and calm and collective. Yeah. Um and I am able to um read the room. I'm able yeah. to pick up the way other people are feeling because I can keep my emotions like on check. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like so interesting because I'm like, I hate that. <laughs> like I, I, I am that person mm-hmm. where I can 100% like if I'm in a room, like I know I can tell what this person's feeling, what the other person's feeling, what this other person's feeling. And I know that I think there's a word for that, like empath, I think. Okay. Yeah. Is the word too. Um, and it was really like, it's really hard because it like, it bothers me. Like, yeah. Um, I was at my baby shower and like there there's just like you guys know family drama like mm-hmm. there's just family drama and like even though my baby shower was about me and Joe and Jem like people were feeling things mm-hmm. and I could feel it all you know yeah and so like at the end of our baby shower um Joe and I reflected and we we're like oh like how did you think it went mm-hmm. and like I was just telling him like it was good, but I wish people were just like, like would just let go yeah. of whatever they're dealing with and would just come and celebrate with us. Right. Whereas like I could feel like the tension. I can feel mm-hmm. the awkwardness. I could feel like how everyone's feeling, mm-hmm. you know? And um, so this was just like really um, rung true for me. Um, and one thing that um, with this is like, when you're non when you're non-emotional you can either be too emotional like people would call you too emotional mm-hmm. which is funny cuz i'm like yeah that's what i think of myself like i'm too emotional or you could be not emotional enough because because basically if you think about it like um because we pick up on everyone's feelings yeah that either piles up on our, us mm-hmm. or we then become too emotional right or we learn how to suppress it and just like shut everything out Mm -hmm. and we're just like nope like i don't care right so that's why you're either too emotional or you're not emotional enough as a non-emotional person um which is really interesting and i was just like that's so interesting um Mm -hmm. but yeah there's a lot that the my human design like talks about yeah um i didn't buy the full version stuff did (laughs) (laughs) um in in the not full version they give you one two three just access to three of the things and there's one two three uh like maybe 12 or 13 other things um so if if the if you're listening to this and you're like wow that was really cool or whatever um definitely buy the full version i mean Mm -hmm. I don't know how much was it. I think it was like five dollars. Okay, yeah. yeah. So like, not too bad. Not too bad. Um, yeah, I, I thought this is really cool. It's just, um, it is a lot to digest, yeah. but it does make sense, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Kind of like the name of it is like the design of who you are, how you are, the way you eat, the way you view life, your inner self how you thrive, what kind of environment you thrive in. And I think like that's just such a good thing to know. 
if I had to pick a favorite, well, because each of them had their own, but if I had to pick a favorite, I just think the Enneagram has a greater depth of communication mm-hmm. and Myers Brick is just perfect for seeing who you are in the snippets of life, you know? Yeah. But I, I feel like Enneagram has a better, per, I have better. I guess it's better in telling who you are because mm-hmm. there's a healthy and unhealthy version yeah. of you. Mm-hmm. And I think it really shows you like how to navigate those things and how to become better and how to like work on it. Because I think the Enneagram has a long history. It's not just like a one and done kind of deal. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think the Enneagram. Yeah. No, yeah. I agree too. Mm-hmm. I really like the Enneagram and I think out of all the tests that we mentioned mm-hmm. or out of all the things we just mentioned, yeah, I think Enneagram is the most versatile yeah. because it talks about your core fear and your mm-hmm. core motivator. And I think that's really important yeah. because um, we all have something that motivates us. Mm-hmm. We all have something that we're afraid of. And when you know what that is, then that right. kind of helps you better understand why you respond the way you respond, mm-hmm. why you act the way you do. Um, and I think too, like a uh, stuff you talked about this earlier, like it, it really helps you understand how God has created you, Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and like you can, it, it draws you closer to him because then you're like, okay, God, I know I struggle with this. Can mm-hmm. you, can you teach me? Right. Like, can you give me opportunities to grow? Or you could be like, God, I know that I really love this, but like. It, it's not healthy or mm-hmm. or I could be better or I could be healthier. Like, can you give me guidance, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's why I really like the Enneagram. I think it's just like a good, versatile, well-rounded test mm-hmm. that helps you understand yourself and right. helps you understand others. Um, but um, I think all the other tests are great too because right. they kind of like add just like more layers mm-hmm. to um what you know again to like to me like these tests are just resources for us right they're not a end-all be-all like i'm not like you know a six and nothing else Mm -hmm. like my life is not defined by this personality Mm -hmm. test and i want you guys to like know that um like joe my husband uh when the enneagram first came out he hated it because he was like you will not put me in a box i am not a number i am my what's his number three (laughs) oh that's so funny yeah um so he's 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 what steph is um but then he's an a just like what's really cool too about personality tests is like stephanie said um that being a three does not mean just financially Mm -hmm. or money wise um, but in Joe's case, like, it is a lot about money mm-hmm. and a lot about fi- finances mm-hmm. um, as a three. So I think even though you are the same number as someone else, yeah. that doesn't mean that you are the same. Yeah. You know, like, you still have different, like, same same fear and same motivators, but, like, different different outlook mm-hmm. different perspective mm-hmm. yeah different desires yes. yeah mm-hmm. yeah so it's a super um cool but again like it helps me understand how joe's wired mm-hmm. like why he's always striving to be the best and i'm uh, like for me i'm like you're already the best you don't need to be like you don't need to keep doing that mm-hmm. but to him like he's all about um you know Really uh, valued. Yes. Yes. And mm-hmm. like to do that, he has to like show that he is. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you don't need to show when I like already know that, you know, but like that's that's how he's wired. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what's helpful for me to know. So then I could be like, I I can help him see that he is already right worthy, you know? Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I think all these are great. Um I love Myra Briggs because it like is more, like I said, relatable um, and applicable. Mm-hmm. So like you could read it and just be like, oh, yeah, in the workplace, I'm like that. Oh, yeah, as a parent, I'm like this. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, my friends, yep, yep. Um, so I think that is, like, why I like Myers-Briggs. Um, I, I, I can't say too much about my human yeah. design. Yeah, it's pretty new, I feel like, that we've figured out. Mm-hmm. 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 But... I overall would agree with Steph that Enneagram, if you take any 
of the test, I would 100% recommend the Enneagram. Mm-hmm. But I would also say take a Myers-Briggs. Yeah. Just do it. Just do it all. Right. Just do it all. <laughs> Enneagram will definitely help you um, with communication-wise. And mm-hmm. you got to do a little bit more research with Enneagram, too. But it's worth it. Mm-hmm. It's worth yeah. doing the research of figuring things out. Again, these are just personality tests to kind of guide your life, guide you where you want to be. If you're in a place of, I, I'm trying to identify myself, I need help of what I like, what I don't like, who I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this is a great way to, like Lynn and I have been saying, understand people, understand where they come mm-hmm. from, understand yourself a lot better. Yeah. And yeah. There's no right or wrong answer in any of these Enneagram, I mean, any tests, any of these personality tests. All of this is for your own resource, for your own usage, yep. and for you to just be a healthy version of yourself, grow mm-hmm. from this. Mm-hmm. And again, disclaimer, it's not an excuse for you to use if you're in a hard situation. You know, mm-hmm. like if you're like that's me, good. if I'm an achiever, I'm not going to say, well, that's just who I am. So I'm going to leave Mm-hmm. you guys behind and yeah. go for my dreams you know what yeah. i mean so it's not an excuse for you to use it's just a resource for you to use to be a better i mean to understand yourself better mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's good yeah we hope you guys enjoy this yeah. i hope it was resourceful helpful and that you guys understand lynn and i a little bit better mm-hmm. and understand where our perspective comes from how we're wired and how we think things Until then, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.